Welcome, welcome, welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the Pokemon video game franchise, put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is. Starmie gives me like organic, free range, gluten free, like fidget spinner energy. Swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp. Ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands. <laughs> I don't like Weird Ear's face. It's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. <laughs> I think Vito King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshot network. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. Normally, these two boys comment and improvise about episodes of Dragon Ball. But note, we are currently on strike per sag after guidelines, which means we'll be bringing you more supplemental content for you to sink your teeth in to, including this week for another episode of Creepy Pasta Theater. <laughs> I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this terrifying lighting for which you're seeing if you're watching the YouTube <laughs> version um, is going to score the terrifying tales ripped from the crypt of the internet itself. Because <laughs> it's spooky season, y'all. It still is. We got we got another week plus. Oh yeah, uh, of of ghouls, goblins, um, ghosts, girl boss. Okay, yes, hey, girl ghosts. boss, <laughs> ghouls, goblins, girl, ghost, girl boss. Um, uh, I'll take six percent stake uh, for two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Sold. Now that's that's the company I want. You hear that, Mark Cuban? <laughs> I'd love to own 6% of something. I don't have Wouldn't to do anything. Nice? You know who owns 7% of all books sold globally? Period. James Patterson. <laughs> yeah, he writes a lot of them. Dude writes a lot of books. Oh, just like the can't... internet writes a lot of creepy pasta. They do. So again, these are ones uh, curated to us by review cultists. Oh, wait. I, I'm skipping out on something creepy that you did this weekend because mm -hmm. you saw a special kind of theatrical performance. Um, and I, I'm hoping you you have <laughs> tales to tell. The, mo the most frightening theatrical performance, a musical. <laughs> um, so I don't care about musicals. First of all, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. I've seen them. They're not for me. Um, did look, did I listen to the Hamilton soundtrack? 
a good bit when it, that was the new hotness, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I went and saw Evil Dead the musical, uh, a production of it here and here and where I live. Uh, <laughs> it uh, so this is you've never seen the Evil Dead movies. No, no, too okay. much of a coward. And not even an army of darkness, which is rated PG thirteen. Oh, well, then I'm there. I'll see. I'll see you this weekend. Um, but Evil Dead is Evil Dead Two is my favorite movie. I should specify. I love the franchise. It's so much fun and creepy and kooky. Uh, there's a musical that's existed for almost twenty years now. I think mid two thousands is when it first was off Broadway. Um, but we saw a production here. Just, just a lot of fun. Uh, we, uh, had a coworker who was generous. They could not make it. So they were generous enough to give me their tickets. Um, and we were in the splash zone because (gasps) the movies have a lot of blood and the musical does not skimp on it. That's Um, cool. So by the end, I'm just, the poncho really did a lot of work. I gotta say that (laughs) saved my bacon. I mostly wanted to talk about that moment because the before and after photo that you posted is so good. <laughs> like it, it made me, it made me crack up when, when I saw it. I was like, "Holy shit, that's that's a musical!" Like SpongeBob the musical doesn't have a fucking splash zone, Mm-mm. and it takes place underwater. I mean, a missed opportunity like I've never seen before. This is why Broadway is dying. <laughs> Like during intermission, they had to put down sawdust so people don't slip. <sighs> That's and sick. that was that was barely any blood. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But by the end, so like in Evil Dead, there's what people are possessed by Kandarian demons. Um, and they're essentially goofy zombies that like to play tricks on humans. Um, like those tricksy hobbits. <laughs> and uh our main character at, at the end of both at the end of like, I think all the movies essentially and this musical, uh, he's just chainsawing a bunch of Kandarian demons. Awesome. Uh, so there's like people off stage with water guns. So like behind the set, there were people with like water guns, a fake blood cast had like bottles, like in their hand sleeve, like they were doing like backyard bullshit. Like, <laughs> Oh, I got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like they're specifically aiming for people who look dry absolutely like some, i got shot in the eye which <laughs> i was a-okay um but like people not on stage they had towards the end they had crew members not on stage but like towards the side of the audience this was outdoors by the way which good smart on them smart yep um but yeah they just had like super suckers and they're just having at it that's fun that's fun. it was it was very, I was a little, when it said splash on, I'm like, I don't know about that, but I am glad I was in that section. If you do see this musical, you, and you know, they have it all over. It's one, you know, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a decent enough city, you'll probably have it at some point. Get in the splash zone, baby. You got to. Man, I gotta say, when it comes to like, right now, there are, it feels like Broadway is only IP musicals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's a good one. That's a good, like, unique IP that can be leveraged and, and made special in the in the only way musical theater can be, like, that kind of special. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Mean Girls, I think it is a gr- was a great one, but there have been, like, 
I feel like they keep coming out with like, oh, it's the, I don't know. What's the last one? I mean, there was a Michael Jackson musical, like those kind of things. I'm just like, I don't need a Michael Jack. His his whole life story is a musical. All the man did was sing and dance. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it just his songs? Yeah. Why wouldn't it's... you just watch a video compilation of every Michael Jackson mu- music video? Because that's that's what they're gonna do. Although I lo- I would love to see a stage performance of Scream. Yes. Like weird CG space station music video. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, um. But Vince, I'll say if if I don't think they I don't know if they have it in New York still. Okay. If they're still putting it up. But I think there's a way you could watch Evil Dead because it's not scary. Yeah. It's, it's more goofy. The movies are goofy, but this like really leans into it. That's musical theater and musicals specifically are one things that I do enjoy and like. I, I love mm-hmm. a good musical. Um, and two, something I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of musicals. <laughs> I'm <laughs> afraid not afraid of, of singing musical? on stage, uh, and belting out um Alexander Hamilton or or something like that. Um, I think musicals are really great. Um, Hotspot never scared you in in improv class. I was shaking in my. <laughs> Uh, Nike boots I was <laughs> before I sang bye bye Miss American pie I pushed the Chevy to the, the Levy Levy mostly because if I sang Jagged Edge I don't think most of my classmates would have known <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get married you got it yeah you got to keep it general in a hot spot we is it is it weird Aaron that that was like the third album I bought the Jagged Edge CD singles collection, I believe it was. I, Vince, I don't know who that is or what that is. Oh, it was, it was in the heyday of R and B bands or R and B groups. Jagged. So Jagged during Edge, a boys to men, during a boys to men era, but I was on that Jagged Edge. Uh, no, I don't. I'm first three CDs at, okay. I bought. Here we go. I think it was okay. the, the Lincoln Park <laughs> CD from like 1999. Um, it was the Marshall Mathers LP, and I think Jagged Edge was my Good. third hey, one. Hey, <laughs> Marshall Math. How old were you when you got that Marshall Mathers LP? Ten? A little, a little too young. Yeah, well, I don't. If a little I too young. I think "Sing About Hollywood" really freaked my parents out. <laughs> Vince, I think I was in high school when that because that was his first album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marshall or Mathers the Slim LP. Shady LP first. Uh. I think it was Marshall Matters, Marshall Mathers, and then the Slim Shady one. Okay. But the Jagged Edge CD that I had, if you look at the top row, it's the blue one. Look at these. To the right. Look at these gentlemen. Yeah, the hits. I got the hits <laughs> whenever that came out. That was like the third CD I bought. They match colors. Oh, I like that. that. So dope. So dope. Like it's beige day. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's blue time. And I know, I know there are tours Gray out there where, where you can go, where you can go see best, these. Please. You could see these boys and the boys to men. You know, Usher's got a residency in Vegas. R and B is back. Wait, uh, what? It's time to get sexy out here, people. Usher, that makes sense. the 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 place where his song "Pony" is played mm-hmm. the most often, Las Vegas. Ah. <laughs> oh. Man, Usher's special. Usher's a national <laughs> treasure. 
He is, dude. He's been out there skating. And what's more terrifying than a roller rink over the age of 35? It's creepy pasta ripped it from is. the pages of the internet. Um, so the first thing, uh, I know he has some choices before, but here, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to force you <gasps> to read the first one because Review Cultist let us know that there was a sequel to the one of the ones we read last week, Xbox Live. There is an Xbox Live do. Ah, le do. Or as they said in, 20, in 2009, oh, le do. Hey, all right, let's do this thing. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so terrified. I don't even want right. to click the link. I'm sharing. All right. Oh, it's a bright one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should turn the brightness down on the monitor, right. but it's too late. Again, the silicone lemming. Okay, this is from the silicone lemming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do, we need a re- do you need a recap of Xbox Live, of the first one? I don't think so, but we can recap it for the audience. Okay. Uh, it, uh, someone's avatar came to life on yep. their Xbox 360 and maybe escape something escaped. Yeah. The the Xbox realm. God, imagine living in Xbox world. No thank you. No way. The blades? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh cameo creatures. <laughs> All the grunts from from Halo. Mm-hmm. Ah! It's the demon. It's like, I'm, I'm just tall. I'm not the demon. I would like to hang out with the Arbiter, though. Oh, Arbiter. The Arbiter's fu- pretty cool. Ar- <laughs> it's Keith does, David. The Arbiter does fuck. Listen, Chief. I may have four mouth flaps, but I still get more bitches than you. <laughs> I've got two brutes <laughs> waiting at the hotel. I got, some, I got some freaky shaved brutes at the hotel, Chief. <laughs> and a jackal who just wants to watch <laughs> behind their weird shield. Ah! <laughs> the demon! Well, you know the real reason for that shield. <laughs> it's... The splash zone! <laughs> oh, these plasma grenades sure are sticky! Yes, plasma grenades is what. And then look, maybe one of the prophets. <laughs> I keep saying regret, regret. <laughs> what other? Uh, that's it. That's the only no, one. You, that's the only one you need to know about. Don't bring any flood, Chief. Please, <laughs> Chief. Wrap it up. We don't. We don't want any flood. <laughs> Or who's the who's the admiral? Who's the admiral? That's all. That's the other uh, black voice actor. <laughs> Chief, mm-hmm. I heard you've been fucking the arbiter. <laughs> no, uh, Cortana. That's that's the girl for me. Ah, uh-huh. sure, Chief. I bet you this giant stogie you take it up the butt from the arbiter. <laughs> Look, there's. There may be an emergency hatch in my armor, but. 
Oh, I regret saying but. Uh, regret? You've been in regrets, but chief? <laughs> the problem of regret is persona non grata. And that's how I defeated the covenant. Hell, you you deserve a medal, chief. Oh, oh, oh. That's that's what the prophet said after we were done. Broke out into song. Well, well, shit. Nothing I can do. <laughs> Time to finish on my chest. I don't know, chief. <laughs> and see. Did I didn't know I had him willing That's and ready? Good. Just a <laughs> your new character, the admiral <laughs> from Halo. <laughs> In nonchalant manner, asking someone to finish on his chest. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, look, it's we probably should have gave the content warning earlier. <laughs> we probably should have. Because we, we have, we have not planned any of these scenes beforehand, nor have we read any of these creepypastas mm-hmm. uh, beforehand. So we don't know what sort of content. It's going to be spooky. Um, so fair warning. All right. Um, if if that scene wasn't enough to get you ready for this, I don't know what will <laughs> <All> be. Right. <laughs> that, that was a litmus test for this episode. Is this going to be the only story we do? <laughs> we got time. All right, all right, all right. We, we got to finish this fight. Oh, what? We're fools. We're fools for not referencing finishing the fight. Mm. Mm. It was right there. Hold on. Can I take this again? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Take two. <laughs> take two. Everyone right, cover chief. your ears. Chief. That's a crazy story. Now it's time to finish this fight on my chest. <laughs> Black shirt rip. <laughs> Still stogie in mouth lit the entire time. Of course, the whole time. Uh, anyway. Wait, isn't isn't Master Chief as tall Master Chief is taller than a normal human. True. John 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 eight, John Spartan is like seven and a half feet tall or something okay. like that. Okay. So Lady Demet so Lady Demoscrew. Still taller. Oh, she, I think she's still I taller. I think she's nine feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I would know off the top of my head <laughs> for any reason. I think the internet has made us aware of Lady Demoscrew's height. <laughs> Shoved in, in a my way face. That, in a way that like same as yeah, we know Mount Lady's a giant lady, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This this whole culture is obsessed with big ladies, and that's fine. I just don't. I don't need to know their measurements every day. <laughs> I'll stop DMing you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I'll start reading this creepy pasta entitled Xbox Live. Two should have been boo, but go on. That's <laughs> no, reserved for Medea's Halloween. Um, it all started with my cousin. He was a nice guy, a little reclusive. Was always playing games on his Xbox. Inside five minutes of conversation, would swing round to the latest game that I had to try. God, this sounds like me. Uh, I was more PC oriented, maybe a strategy sim once a week but nothing major a week before that night i bumped into him around town nothing nothing like weird 
He looked a little gaunt, his eyes tired. Small talk fizzled and resulted in me asking what was wrong. And he said, My console, it's been acting a little strange. I probed further, but all I got was looks of embarrassment and the assertion that maybe it was just a lack of sleep. From what I could understand, something had happened with his dashboard. Maybe it had glitched or something. It had caused the machine to burn out and he had returned it for a replacement. This glitch had creeped him out so much. He was uncertain of switching the machine back on. I patted him on the shoulder. It's just a game. He smiled and nodded. I'll remember that. We parted on my request that he call me if he had anything he wanted to talk about. If I'm honest, that was the last thought I put to it for about a week or so. A random game advert triggered my mind back to that meeting, and I found myself calling him just to check in. This, not to interrupt the flow, but we now know he's British. This whole thing is taking place in England. Wait, an wait, wait. advert? Oh, he did, an advert. I missed the clues. <laughs> Mr. 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 Policeman. Clues. Mr. Policeman, I missed the clues. <laughs> you had them all. That's right. He was a British snowman. We calls them ice blokes. <laughs> we, call, we call them round ice blokes, we do. <laughs> you know, they all belong to the Queen. Every snowman <laughs> made in England. God. <laughs> Conscripted into the armed forces they are. Can't wear the beef eaters. They'll melt. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, get scared, get spooky. Oh, okay, I gotta get spooky. We're, get we're get super spooky. scary. Um, <clears throat> he answered the phone, mumbling, but started to brighten up as I engaged him in conversation. For once, I steered the flow around to gaming. He eventually admitted that he was still unnerved by the console, and it was sat outside his room. I assured him that. Uh. I assured him that I was sure the Xbox was safe. He agreed and admitted that he was starting to feel a little silly about the whole thing. He sounded happy. My parents won't tell me what happened that night. But come on, I live in the age of the internet. That said, the news stories are broken and incomplete with references to wild animal attack and forced entry. There didn't seem to be anything conclusive at the time. I was in shock. Watching the world accelerate as it fell into the ritual of grief and support that follows the loss of someone. His parents eventually decided they needed to leave for a while. The destination was unclear, but I got the impression that... Oh, sorry. I got the impression that wasn't the important part of this journey. Just before they left town, they stopped by my house. Uh, he okay. always asked about how much you and him enjoyed. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm just stricken with grief. You got to understand. He always talked about how much you and him enjoyed gaming. So we think he would have wanted you to have his console and games. No. We're going to Nantucket. Mm-hmm. Because it rhymes with bucket. 
Mm-hmm. And there was a man. There was a man there. He had That's something right. so big. That's right, dear. That's right. <laughs> These limericks are the only thing helping with grief. Look, cousin, we have to leave. We're sorry. Because but... we have to bereave. We'll get out of town. But you don't have to feel down. <laughs> um. So here's the console. Believe. And the games, and we should really leave. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll be honest. I, I, I teared up on the spot. All those rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> those fat fucking rhymes. They had bars for days, and I accepted the gift graciously and wished them all the best wherever they went. It sat in my room for a day or two until guilt spurred me to write it, wire it up. <laughs> I'm assuming another British sort of turn of I, phrase. I got out me soldering iron. <laughs> uh, I felt I had to get some use out of it. The machine was clean with a faint smell of disinfectant. As I plugged in the HDMI, I noticed a small pinpoint of red on the metal veneer on the rear of the console, dried and hard. I told myself it was paint and forcibly moved on, refusing to dwell on it. Once powered up, the screen lit my face and it presented the profile selection screen. There was a jolt as I saw his avatar. He waved at me and I felt my eyes well up. I wasn't ready to see that. I quickly created a new account and an avatar that I guess kind of looked like me. I changed the settings so the machine would instantly log into this account upon power-up. I glanced at the games, but they didn't really interest me. His taste ran, ran a little more first-person than mine, but there were one or two I might look into later. For now, I had a DVD player. And somewhere to charge my e-cigarette. English cigarette, that is. <laughs> it was a couple this of days. Truly, this guy would. Don't tell me this fucker doesn't play Xbox. Yeah, you have a fucking e-cigarette. E <laughs> you have an e-cigarette and a DVD player. You have an Xbox 360. <laughs> like, I think that was a pack-in deal back in the back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, when I worked at GameStop, you had to vape before coming in. <laughs> Show what was it? Show us your blue. Wasn't that the vape pen of the era? At that point, it was very. It was a thing, but it was very new. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. In the because I think yeah, in the late two thousands, you could vape. In the late 2000s. It's <laughs> playing Bioshock and blowing that cotton candy cloud. Oh, my God. Before we knew about sub-oming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a couple of days later. I decided to pop on a movie whilst working on my empire on Civ Five. The disc spun up, then immediately slowed. I gave the screen my attention and could see my avatar operating through his animation loops. I popped the drive a couple of times to no success. I that my avatar had stopped moving and on further inspection, staring intently, 
to the right of the screen. A second avatar walked across the menu screen. Confusion gave, gave way to growing dread as I recognized my cousin's avatar. My avatar defensively held up his hands as the newcomer walked up to him casually, wrapped his fingers around his throat. I watched him throttle my avatar, pushing him to the ground and ignoring the pitiful slaps. As he tried to fight back, halfway through he turned his head and stared at me. His eyes were cold and hateful. After a couple of minutes of no movement from my avatar, he rose and dragged the corpse off screen. He wandered back seconds later, smiled, and waved. <clears throat> I was shaking. My fingers were digging into the gamepad, and the muscles along my forearms were screaming. Without noticing, I had slumped to my knees, and my breath was coming out in ragged gasps and soft moans. I don't know how that... What's a soft moan in that situation? Sag uh, like the ra the ragged ragged gasp, like, <laughs> like that. Is that the moan? Is that the I soft think that moan? soft. I did it a soft. I said a soft moan a second ago. Eagle mm. uh, eagle eared listeners will hear it. <laughs> so soft. I, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't want to do any soft moans either. Okay. I felt for want of a better world. Oh, sorry. I felt for want of a better word, a, a presence behind me. I was transfixed to the screen. I didn't want to tear myself away from the screen, but some primal instinct was telling me there was something far worse behind me. Remember, it's just a game. A spike of unexpected fear brought back autonomy. That was my cousin's voice. I whirled around but found my room empty. I looked back at the screen and the avatar waggled its finger at me, Matumbo style. <laughs> no, no, it no. Grew, it grew two feet. It, it was clearly from Kenya. <laughs> and it started a bunch of Geico commercials. <laughs> oh, really? Good yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. Hell it, was great, yeah, it was a great campaign. It fucking ruled. <laughs> Damn, that Geico team. I wish I could work with them. <laughs> I'm signing up for Geico right now, thinking about it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> a muted snap of its fingers, and the DVD spanned back up and loaded into its menu screen. A few minutes later, the movie began to play. During this, I lay back on my bed and waited for my heart rate to drop. Once calm, I threw myself into the computer chair, exited my game, you got to save, no matter what. God, at that era, are you kidding me? You're risking, like, bricking your console by not, like, properly saving before closing the system. Uh, I brought up Google and started to search. Possessed Xbox. Brought up bad fan fiction stories. I tried different variations, but eventually conceded that the internet wasn't going to help with this. I eventually fell into a troubled sleep filled with avatars of my entire extended family. They were all waving at me. I looked at my hands and comprehended I was digitized. Uh, I was a digitized representation as well. 
a figure was moving stealthily among my family members, and I regarded my cousin's avatar. He grinned and started to advance. His hand reached for my throat as I felt like I was fighting through syrup. Tasty. <laughs> Not really a thing in England. Uh, the moment he touched my... The moment he touched me, jolted me awake. This was not the only troubled night I had. And it was a week before I could claim a good night's sleep. The Xbox seemed to have returned to normalcy, certainly no longer exhibiting any homicidal tendencies. I was starting to question my own memory, wondering how much of the incident I could have constructed in my own mind. I was seriously considering therapy. But once in the room, I wouldn't even know where to begin. That's never an excuse. Go to therapy. Mm -hmm. PSA. Uh, late one night, I was awoken abruptly. Dull lights danced through my eyelids. Wrenched from my sleep, I took a moment to inspect the source. Enlightenment slammed me up against my bed frame. Sat in my computer chair was my cousin. He was wrong. The colors didn't seem right. What are you? Uh, too bright and vivid. He illuminated the room and his edges. The air seemed to be fizzing. Further inspection revealed that across his skin, small pixels were constantly detaching and dissolving. He seemed to be superimposed on reality himself. I stare, he stared at me angrily and spat the words at me over and over again. It's just a game. He increased his volume. His jaw was getting wider with each word. He, he, <clears throat> his head tilted back as his mouth unhinged and the words devolved into guttural scream that turned that turned to static through the ordeal he never once blinked never once took his eyes off me i smashed straight through my fight or flight instinct and resorted to just thrashing on my bed in terror screaming that's how he found me my roommate Slammed into my bedroom. Cricket bat in hand. In case you forgot where in we were. In case you forgot. The ashes was just a few months ago. <laughs> he managed to stop me from clawing my face and talk me down, assuring me there was nothing in the room. He was right. I stared around wildly. I was relieved, embarrassed, and infuriated at the same time. My roommate patted my shoulder in concern. Citing that maybe a drink was in order, I certainly wasn't going back to sleep. I drank several, several stiff scotches, again, we're in England, and amid slurring where I tried to recount what I dreamt, I begged my roommate to get rid of the Xbox for me. He promised me he would. Oi. Oi, mate, you gotta get rid of this Xbox. Thanks. This is a piece, this is a P PlayStation household. It's driving me mental. <laughs> Jeez. You can't play f proper FIFA on an Xbox. 
You you can't play FIFA 10 on this. It's World Cup season. Blimey. <laughs> I woke late the next morning, an hour into a shift I was meant to turn up for. My phone had two missed calls from work. I hammered <clears throat> I hammered through a condensed version of my morning, but noticed in passing that the Xbox was gone, along with the games and peripherals. On my commute to work, I received a text from my roommate. Hey, dude. <laughs> now I'm Australian. <laughs> I dropped off that console at the charity shop, like I said I would. I don't... What's... I mean, what's going on? I don't know what's going on, but maybe you should... Sorry, I had to re-type re that. <laughs> I use the star symbol because that's what we do now. <laughs> uh, but maybe you should like talk to someone or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here if you need me. Catch you later, Kazo. It's. I mean, it's a T nine. So that, yeah, it's T nine. It's it's real messy. It's hard. It's. I mean, if you're a real one, you can type real well with it. <clears throat> Vince, I could type in my pocket. I could text in my pocket without pulling I, my phone out of my pocket on a T9. I, I had seen, uh, I think, my my friend uh, Jamie, uh, his older brother was like the king of that. He was T9ing uh, in the car, driving us around when we were younger. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, how did you learn how to T9 like that? Because I'm, I'm like, eh, like just jabbing at the thing with my big stupid Just jock fingers in high school <laughs> that's a problem you gotta be a nerd like me mm -hmm. but i think like just after people got like super proficient in t9 word was when the sidekick came out with a full mm -hmm. keyboard and everybody was like no i'm getting a sidekick because you could play games the end gauge <laughs> we we messed up we like uh just Texting in secret. Mm-hmm. Gotta get back to it. I, ho I hope some enterprising young people are bringing back T9 Bring on back their Jitterbug. phones. Bring back Jitterbug. Bring back the Samsung Pebble. Um, I had meant destroy it, burn it, something other than that. I didn't want to pass it on. I wanted to make sure it could never come back. Work was torture. Starting with a dressing down from my immediate manager. The clock crawled and eventually I was free again. There's only one charity shop near my home and I got in the door just as they were closing up for the day. The owner was an old lady who confirmed that yes, they had an Xbox dropped in earlier that day. It seems she had woefully underpriced the machine and it had been snapped up within an hour. She couldn't remember who. I left the shop, my head swirling with a mixture of emotions. My anxiety was rapidly decreasing as the issue moved away from me, but it was being replaced with guilt at what I had potentially subjected some poor soul to. I headed home and slumped onto the shared... <laughs> shared spaced sofa shared spaced sofa um i received a text from my friend that proclaimed 
he was out for the evening, that he would shoot, <clears throat> that we should hang out more real soon. I smiled at the sentiment, responded, and tossed the phone on the side. I had barely come to rest when it buzzed again. I reached for it. The slender line was filled with a mess of pixels. Now, what did you think was what did you think that was going to achieve? The console was just a cocoon. I am reborn now. I want to play. The living room television powered up. An involuntary scream crawled up my throat as I came face to face with that fucking <laughs> avatar. I climbed upwards and backwards, intending to leap over the sofa. I turned and came face to face with the digital abomination. My cousin, glitching and rendering at high speed. His colors with you kept snapping between normal and inverted, burning spots into my vision. I grabbed my head with one hand. I could feel skin burn under the friction between realities and my hair caught fire. I howled in agony, smoke obscuring my vision. I felt hot and cold fingers pushed apart my flesh at my throat. I heard one final thing before you tore my throat out. Player two has entered the game. Bum, 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 bum. bum. Creepy Boss of Theater. The end. <laughs> Or is it? Player two is entering the game. In it. In it. In it. Oh, no. It's my fucking avatar. <laughs> no. <laughs> that fucking James Cameron in his fucking avatar. That fucking avatar. Jake Sully. Jake's, it's Jake's already in it. <laughs> Listen, Rumi, how'd you having a bit of a hard time? Like, watch out Scotch. We're in England, after all. Maybe Nateri could come cheer you up. <laughs> or would you be like, oh no, she's waving a finger at me. It's really <laughs> long. She, they, she's a tall bird. <laughs> <laughs> or cat. Tall like the spire she is. <laughs> like Big Ben. More like the gherkin. <sighs> what a... You know what? It rarely had... Oh, I'm going to stop sharing as I, like, ADD scroll through the page. <laughs> um, not all sequels are better than the original, but I think this one did it. I think this one really did it. I think this one achieved what... The first one couldn't and mm -hmm. gave us a glorious kill at the end that like that really hit i think i think the glitching is like great imagery that we never mm -hmm. got in the first one i like the the one the avatar coming back to kill the other avatar i thought that was a truly creepy paragraph mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of nice humanity in this too yeah uh, when like he he turns it on, sees his cousin's avatar, and he's like, oh, I wasn't ready for that. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah, the, the welling up in the, in the moments with the family is really nice. I, I like this story. I think it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the middle part where he's just sitting there, 
Yeah. This is yeah, this is a great. I forgot what I read. I think it was. I think we did five out of five. It was. It was a Yajirobi's a full. Right. Like a full point. A, a full Krillin's point. a half. And a Corrin's a quarter. And a Corrin's a quarter. That's right. So how many Yajirobis and Corrin's and Krillins are you giving this? Or Yajirobis point Krillin and Corrin, if if that if that even applies here. I forget what I gave the first one, but I feel this one is four Yajirobis and a Corrin. Okay. So four and a fourth. I think like very minor quibbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to go uh, zo- or severed zombie hand-holding club to crib a Doughboy's turn of phrase <laughs> and also give it four Yajirobis and a Corrin uh, to the Silicon Lemming for coming back strong Wow! with Xbox Live 2. Wow. 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 This, yeah, just what a great little tale about avatars coming back to coming, coming out of the Xbox. I, I like the idea of like, oh no, someone else is going to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Again, I don't know if I talked about this last episode, but there's a Netflix show called Red Rose. Uh, I mm-hmm. think it's set in Scotland. So Stephen it's King. not pronounced Red Rose. It's pronounced Red Rose. Oh no, it's Red Rose. Uh, a, a, a like app that haunts a group of kids. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, sent shiver down my spine. Um, because technology is the most terrifying devil of them all. No, black mirrored up. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I think we have time for one more. Okay. Um, unless you want to talk about Master Chief some more <laughs> and his various activities. Chief, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. Well, you were training with all those other Spartans. Come on, Chief. Tell me about it. <laughs> were y'all getting it in? Sounds sexy. <laughs> Sounds hot. Bunch of super soldiers, tight bodies, no hair. Anywhere. It's, Come on, Chief. It's turning into Mr. T a little bit. I oh, yeah, say. yeah, yeah. I, I felt it. I felt it. That's fine. <laughs> it can be. I mean, he pities fools, Mr. T pities fools. And I believe this admiral in the Halo game said, and I quote, I pity the covenant for coming here, trying to des- destroy Earth. No way, Jose. We got the chief and I got a pelican. That's I genuinely don't know if this is a bit or that he actually said that. I know no, no, he I at think- least said he. He, he does to. pity somebody, but I think yeah. it's the it's when it's when the Covenant attacks Earth in Halo Two, um, mm-hmm. and they're all chanting regret. And he has a like his whole speech at the opening of the game: "We regret stepping our creepy alien foot footprints on Earth. We regret pissing me off, and we regret interrupting my and Chief's banging session." <laughs> I'm trying to become a super soldier. I told you, Admiral, that's not how it happens. You said you get injections. That's what I want, Chief. (laughs) Hot beef injections. I don't care if it's a syringe or if I have to eat it, Chief. I want to be... I want to be a Master Chief. More than anything in the world. Please. 
Please, Chief. I'll let you put this stogie out on my bare ass, Chief. Pokemon Black. All right. Who, me? <laughs> Admiral, Admiral. Well, that's a safe word. Oh, God. <laughs> Cortana's not able to stop the testing session because she's he can't say his own can't say his own title. She's watching. She's just like trying to give you directions. Oh, can I get a link to this one? Oh yes, of course. Because you know, you know, you're gonna have to hear some fucked up Pokemon from, voices from the past. Yeah, 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 baby. All right, let me know when you are ready. I am. <clears throat> Pokemon Black. Or as my parents would say, Pokemon. In what you could call a collector of boot... Oh. I'm what you could call a collector of bootleg Pokemon games. Pokemon Diamond and Jade, Chaos Black, etc. It's amazing the frequency with which you can find them at pawn shops, Goodwill, flea markets, and such. They're generally fun, even if they are unplayable, which they often are. The mistranslations and poor quality make them unintentionally humorous. I've been able to find most of the ones that I've played online, but there's one that I haven't seen any mention of. I bought it at a flea market about five years ago. 2018. Here's a picture of the cartridge, in case anyone recognizes it. Unfortunately, when I moved two years ago, I lost the game. So I can provide you with screen caps. Sorry. The game started with a familiar Nidorino and Gengar intro of red and blue versions. However, the press start screen had been altered. Red was there, but the Pokemon did not cycle through. It also said black version under the Pokemon logo. Upon selecting new game, the game started the Professor Oak speech, and it quickly became evident that the game was essentially Pokemon Red version. After selecting your starter, if you looked at your Pokemon, you had, in addition to Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle, another Pokemon. Ghost! It's all caps. The Pokemon was level one. It had the sprite of the ghosts that are encountered in Lavender Tower before obtaining the Slift Scope. It had one attack. Curse. I know that there is a real move named Curse, but the attack did not exist in Generation 1, so it appears it was hacked in. Defending Pokemon were unable to attack Ghost. It would only say they were too scared to move. When the move Curse was used in battle, the screen would cut to black. The cry of the defending Pokemon would be heard, but it was distorted, played at a much lower pitch than normal. The battle screen would then reappear, and the defending Pokemon would be gone. If used in a battle against a trainer, when the Pokeballs representing their Pokemon would appear in the corner, they, ha they would have one fewer Pokeball. The implication was that the Pokemon died. <laughs> it could be something else. He dropped his balls. Yeah. They are kids, 
most of yeah. the time in these oh, situations. God. Oh, that's the creepy pasta. Kids just leaving Pokemon balls in the forest. Just Ooh. a a Pikachu mm. wakes up from their Pokeball and it's like two thousand years in the future. Oh, Pika, <laughs> Pika for sure. <laughs> Pika, P. Oh, Pika, oh, Pika, Pika, why? Oh, everyone I ever Pika loved is Pika dead. <laughs> What's even stranger is that after defeating a trainer and seeing Red receive 200 for winning, da, 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 the, battle da, 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 the battle commands would appear again. If you selected Run, the battle would end as it normally does. You can also select Curse. If you did, upon returning to the overworld, the trainer sprite would be gone. After leaving and re-entering the area, the spot where the trainer had been would be replaced with a tombstone, like the ones at Lavender Tower. The move Curse was not usable in all instances. It would fail against ghost Pokemon. It would also fail if it was used against trainers that you would have to face again such as your rival or Giovanni. It was usable in your final battle against them, however. I figured this was the gimmick of the game, allowing you to use the previously uncapturable ghosts. And because Curse made the game so easy, I essentially used it throughout the whole adventure. Oh, I think that's a bad idea, bud. It's a bad idea. I mean, unless you got like, um, what is it? Ether to refill that? You're you're gonna run PP, out. You gotta you gotta manage your PP. Okay. You gotta every every Pokemon trainer worth their salt mm -hmm. knows you gotta mm -hmm. manage that PP. Gotta manage that PP. The game changed quite a bit after defeating the Elite Four. After viewing the Hall of Fame, which consisted of ghosts and a couple of Pokemon I used for HMs, the screen cut to black. A box appeared with the words. Many years later. It then cut to Lavender Tower. An old man was standing, looking at tombstones. You then realize this man was your character. Poo Poo Head. <laughs> I doo -doo, assume that's... Doo Doo 420. <laughs> Biggest dickus. Red Rocket. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> did I name my guy Ash the first time I played? I feel like I did. Oh, I did for sure. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to. It's hard not to. The man moved at only half of your normal walking speed. You no longer had any Pokemon with you, not even Ghost, who up to this point had been impossible to remove from your party though through depositing in the PC. The overworld was entirely empty. There were no people at all. There were still the tombstones of the trainers that you used cursed on, however. You can go pretty much anywhere in the overworld at this point, though your movement was limited by the fact that you had no Pokemon to use HMs. And regardless of where you went, the music of Lavender Town continued on an infinite loop. I'm going to pause here because I think... My AirPods died. Okay. So do you want me to do them. the Lavender Town music? 
Changing settings in. I'm going to keep all this in, by the way. Hell yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Perfect. All right. Uh, we cut. Okay. So I am an old man. Uh, move through the world. Um, all right. Con continued on an infinite you loop. And regardless of where you went, the music of Lavender Tang continued on an infinite loop. After wandering for a while, I found that if you go through Diglett's cave, Diglett Dig, one of the cuttable bushes that normally blocks the path on the other side is no longer there, allowing you to advance and return to Pallet Town. Upon entering your house and going to the exact tile where you start the game, you see your mom with Mr. Mime hanging out. <laughs> and then the screen would cut to black. Then a sprite of a caterpie appeared. It was then replaced by a Weedle and then a Pidgey. I soon realized as the Pokemon progressed from Rattata to Blastoise that these were all the Pokemon that I had used Curse on. After the end of my rival's team, a youngster appeared and then a bug catcher. These were the trainers I had cursed. Throughout the sequence, the Lavender Town music was playing, but it was slowly decreasing in pitch. By the time your rival appeared on screen, it was little more than a demonic rumble. Oh, that's relaxing, actually. Another cut to black. A few moments later, the battle screen suddenly appeared. Your trainer sprite was now that of an old man. The same one as the one who teaches you how to couch Pokemon in Viridian City. I'm on the road! <laughs> To Viridian City. City. I'm an old man and I'm freaking out. <laughs> ghost appeared on the other side, along with the words, Ghost wants to fight. You couldn't use items and you had no Pokemon. If you tried to run, you couldn't escape. The only option was fight. Using fight would immediately cause you to use struggle, which didn't mm -hmm. affect ghosts, mm -mm. but did chip off a bit of your own HP. Mm -mm. When it was mm -mm. ghosts turn to attack, it would simply say ellipses <laughs> or three dots. <laughs> Eventually, when your HP reached a critical point, ghosts would finally use curse. The screen cut to black. A final time. Regardless of the buttons you pressed, whether you held down B because you thought it made your Pokeballs work more, you were permanently <laughs> stuck in this black screen. At this point, the only thing you could do was turn the Game Boy off. When you played again, new game was the only option. The game had erased the file. A roguelike. <laughs> I played through this hat game many many times and every time the game ended with this sequence several times i didn't use ghost at all though he was impossible to remove from the party in these cases it did not show any pokemon or trainers 
and simply cut to this climactic battle with Ghost. I'm not sure what the motives were behind the creator of this hack. It wasn't widely distributed, so it was presumably not the monetary gain. It was very well done for a bootleg. It seems he was trying to convey a message, or her, or them, though it seems I am the sole receiver of this message. I'm not entirely sure what it was. The inevitability of death? The pointlessness of it? Perhaps he was simply trying to morbidly inject death and darkness into a children's game. Regardless, this children's game has made me think. And it has made me cry. What an ending! Oh, that last sentence. That's sending me. That's, <laughs> sen that's a huge deal. That last sentence is rad. The, regard... <laughs> Hold on, let me let me say it in newscaster's voice. Yeah, 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 please, please, please. Regardless, this children's game has made me think, and it has made me cry. Vince? David, I stepped on it. I'm sorry. Because that's when you throw to me where I go, yeah. and at 11, sports. <laughs> Weather today, and then you just open your mouth and static comes <laughs> Original author unknown because he's busy crying like a baby. <laughs> or is the original author missing? No. Mm. <clears throat> also, I think I was singing the Pallet Town uh, song. Is it? Is the one? Is the Lavender Town? Do 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 do. I think that's the first route that you're on. Should we look it up? Yeah, maybe we could look it up. Um, because I, I also like one, I think this is great. Uh, if, well, I think it's great, but then there's a caveat. Mm -hmm. This is obviously written caveat before Pokemon, theater. Pokemon black was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so this doesn't age great. Uh, but like if I had read this at the height of Pokemon, you, you're catching me. It's nine. 1999 mm -hmm. Pokemon yellows hit the scene and you told me oh Vince there's a secret Pokemon cart that you could get that ha that does all this weird stuff I'd be like absolutely that's so that's so true um, because there were rumors about Pokemon green and that there were kids who had gotten it from Japan but they had to get a Japanese Xbox one oh there we go mm -hmm. it is creepy It's a good song. Imagine, yeah, just low pitch. I, I mean, that is an aspect of creepypasta that I maybe have forgotten, is the sort of trying to trick you. Like, oh, this is a real thing. So, yeah. like, seeing this randomly on the internet. When was Pokemon Black and White? Black and white was mid 2010s. Yeah, it was like 2011, because it was after Pearl and Diamond. It came. It came around between like 3D 3DS I mm -hmm. and the 3DS Lite, and then okay. it was black and white. I think. Okay, so like this is definitely during the time where like this might be like copied and pasted, like yeah. true a truly copy pasta. Mm -hmm. Um. Um. So yeah, I could see this as being just like, it's believable enough, mm -hmm. right? To 
we're not like no one's dying. It's not like I turned around and then I saw Pikachu in his eyes were butts. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, but I, I, <laughs> when he winked at me, I hated it. <laughs> Uh, but like they in the, in the story they write like oh Pokemon wasn't full of the, these kind of morbid things but we forget that in Lavender Town the ghost that you encounter is Cubone's dead mom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the fact about Cubone is that it wears the skull of its mother that it dies because mm-hmm. it's when, metal as fuck. Because Cubone is metal as fuck. But Aaron, do you want to know some other horrifying Pokemon tales? Please do. Yeah, if you got any. All right. One of my favorites is Mimikyu. Have you seen Mimikyu? No. Should I? Let's, let's look it up. We'll, we'll yeah. cut the music. I was going to say, I could share my screen. That'll, okay, yeah. I'll unshare my screen. Because, yeah, Pokemon ghost, po- or ghost Pokemon backstories are insane. Well, someone has to die. Oh, that guy. Mimikyu. Mimikyu became like a, a low-key Pokemon mascot for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gen 7, or Gen, yeah, Gen 7 ghost-type Pokemon has a backstory that is tragic, that is as tragic as it is scary. Mimikyu just wants Maybe. to fit in with people and Pokemon, but like Patrick Starr's Uncle Barnacle. Ugly it's Barnacle? Tr- or Ugly Barnacle. Its true form is too hideous to reveal. While you may think that sounds foolish, once a professor took off Mimikyu's disguise and died from shock upon seeing its true appearance. And it chose Pikachu because Pikachu is the most, like, cutest mm. and most coveted Pokemon to look With, like. Its eyes are clearly on its, be- on its faux belly. Yep. For sure. Um, man, what, prof- what professor? Uh, I was trying to think of an extinct tree. <laughs> but I, I couldn't come up with one professor petrified wood yeah there we go uh okay oh, look at these this is yamask and i believe mm-hmm. i think i know yamasks i think i've heard this one before but let's let, let's read this one yamasks are aren't blessed with ignorance upon rising from the grave they're human spirits reborn bearing the mask that resembles their appearance in the realm of the living yamasks look at this visage (laughs) and cry hence the little tear um realizing that they are dead and will never see their loved ones again it definitely would be best if they just didn't know they were once alive because not every person turns into a pokemon not every person turns into a ghost pokemon i um what i okay again pokemon i mean maybe we gotta ask uh who's that pokemon the folks over there uh oh yeah but like it's wild to me that there are ghost pokemon there are ash literally ash pulled a flatliners and died (laughs) him and pikachu died to just fuck with people and then came back to life like we know there are ghosts in this world that you yeah. like there's an afterlife that maybe when you die you'll become a pokemon i would talk to my ther- my therapist about that every fucking week <laughs> what's wrong with you this week i'm afraid i'm gonna turn into a fucking pokemon when i die i'm afraid my consciousness will cry at the visage of my face and then some kid's gonna try and capture me and i gotta fight people 
<laughs> fight like a giant dragon when I'm a crying ghost. Oh, you want to hear this uh, sandcastle ghost Pokemon? Of course. Paul it sand. used to be a bully on the beach. <laughs> it was eaten by a shark. It was cursed <laughs> to live this life. Have Never washing away with the waves. And to watch his girlfriend get plowed by the nerd. By, by Master Chief and Admiral. <laughs> Chief, we've finally done it. We're here in Pallet Town. <laughs> no covenant in sight. Although... Uh, you know what? Some of these monsters do look like covenant members. Forget about that, Chief. Think, think about all the. Careful. Sorry. I just, I just get so excited. <laughs> anyway, what's this? A pile of sand? Not a pile of sand. A <laughs> pile of sand. <laughs> I thought you misspoke. Gazuntite. Bless you, Chief. <laughs> And that super soldier dick of yours. <laughs> and see. And see. Uh, Paula Sand, at first glance, you'd be forgiven in thinking Paula Sand was nothing more than a very impressive sandcastle. Mediocre, but go on. <laughs> look I, at I, it. I, look, I, I'm assuming that sea glass around the tops, that's pretty impressive. You had to do some work. That's one tower's droop. Uh, honestly, that one tower is kind of defying what I feel like a sandcastle could do. See, so, see, it's de deceptively impressive. But beneath this uh, intricately made sandcastle <laughs> is a dark secret. Paula Sand uses powerful cursing abilities to hypnotize its target. Target, and beneath its base rests a horde of bones from its victims. <laughs> yes, no, Paula Sand is metal as shit. <laughs> Bone, a horde of bones. A horde. It hoards the bones. I know about Drifloon, like stealing children away. Oh yeah, let's read Drift Drifloon. <laughs> let's get fucked up. Let's get fucked up on Drifloon. Uh, Drifloon. You could fool a parent into thinking Drifloon was a perfect Pokemon for their child. In fact, I'm sure many trainers, proud parents, thought just that. Although they look, they look great for parties. Don't give a drift floon a small child. Many youngsters have been carried away by drift loons, never to be seen again. Where they go, no one knows for sure. Fortunately, drift loons are easily overpowered by kids with a little weight. <laughs> the, the Pokemon that launched a thousand eating disorders. I think we got to stop there. But there are many, many more ghost Pokemon with horrible, uh, with horrible little backstories. There's a ghost dragon, Aaron, that shoots out dead ghost dragon kids from its head. No, wait, is that the one with like the? It looks like a a, a stealth bomber for yep. its head. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. This okay. God, I mean, we still have to rate Pokemon Black. Oh yeah, we still have to rate this one. And we should have rated it before we before read we... about actual ghost Pokemon backstory. Because I feel like this, this is... I have to get it credit for trying to be sneaky, right? Yeah. For trying to... to I, truly trying to, like, trick people. Um, so, but I can only give it two Yajirobis and a Krillin. Mm, I, think that, uh, I think that's fair. Like, that's your unweighted score. I think if if, like... 
with the Pokemon backstories, that score probably jumps up a whole Yajirobe, maybe. Not not enough to really push it over the edge, mm-hmm. but at least for me, uh, knowing the context of all the of a lot of these terrifying Pokemon backstories, and being one of those kids that was like afraid of game sharks back in the day because I was sure they were going to break my Pokemon. It's a shark, first of all. It's a shark, scary, number one. Number two, I didn't want it to corrupt my save file and mm-hmm. make me restart and like fix my and redo my hundred level Charizard. So I'm gonna have to give this like I'm giving this a bit of a higher score because okay. if I had read this at an impressionable age, I would never buy Pokemon Black because I would be afraid it would do this. So I'm gonna give it a flat three mm. Yajirobis out of five i think that's it yeah these are respectable scores Mm -hmm. and uh we respect all of you for for sticking with us we hope we didn't creep you out too bad through through various means (laughs) um yeah thank you so much for listening and sticking with us uh through the strike um we have stuff hey if you want to reach out to us you can write to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter and Instagram. Pro- eh, you know what? Probably. Um, mm-hmm. Come on over to Twitch.tv slash KameHouseParty. Every Wednesday, we're streaming a variety of games and having a variety of fun. Um, speaking of streaming, uh, on November 11th and 12th is the Moonshot Network, the podcast network that this show is proudly a part of. Um, that is the extra life stream. Uh, so we're raising money for children's miracle network. Vince and I are going to be in person with a bunch of other moonshot creators, uh, in, in one house, we're going to learn what happens when you start, stop being polite and start getting real. Um, (laughs) so November 11th and 12th, mark your calendars, go to moonshot, twitch.tv slash moonshot i think i think yeah let's double check is it twitch.tv slash moonshot network maybe that's it. yes <laughs> correct twitch.tv slash moonshot network moon that thing in the sky shot the thing master <laughs> chief does network what the admiral does that's how we got so high up <laughs> um and then oh on a me thing yeah i was gonna the, say I, I was, if you're still in the mood for scary creepiness, I was on Sigmund Fraud, uh, the podcast hosted by friend of the show, friend of us, uh, Ian Heron, um, where he plays not a psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. uh, but something similar. uh, And I got to be on the show. I got to play Jigsaw from the Saw movies. So if you need more spookiness, uh, give that a listen. Uh, what, What else we got? I mean, you've also got Thinking Too Hard About Anime. You can check that out, where Aaron and Noah uh, smoothly talk about all things anime at an academic level, sort of. And it's really nice. Uh, at a ninth grade level. Hey, that's, that's better than me. <laughs> uh, He's watching anime at a college level. <laughs> He's watching Bochi the Rock. <laughs> that's a college level anime. That's a good. We don't have time for this, but I know. Yeah, but like, that's what's a college a, level anime? I think I got another question for Anime Sports Center. Um, 
And yeah, you can also check out the Shonen Chumps if you're uh, interested in seeing what I do when I'm not doing this uh, with some support, some great support from Aaron. Uh, it may you may be able to catch the VOD still Me? on caveat.nyc slash the Shonen Chumps. I'm looking right now. And if it's not there, don't worry. We've got more womp Shonen womp. Chumps on the way. We're we're trying to figure some stuff out. But uh, why don't you follow Shonen Chumps on Instagram? That's right. See, you can do that. So if you, you follow Shonen Chumps on is. Instagram, you'll know when the next show is. You'll also probably start to get uh, some clips and cuts from uh, our first show. It was a great one. And I can't stop talking about it because it was so exciting and so great. Um, and yeah, again, like Aaron said, thank you all so much for supporting us through this strike. Um, thank you, SAG-AFTRA uh, folks for striking. Mm -hmm. Congrats to the WGA for getting their deal done. Now it's SAG-AFTRA's turn. It's also the United Auto Workers' turn. It's also the hospitality workers in LA's turn. Everybody's getting their turn. It's every just everyone do the turn at the same time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's let's fix let's fix it uh, from the workers' perspective. I think we can do it. Um, and Aaron, we can do this, which is close out the show like we always do. So whether you are burning your Xbox 360 or you're trying to get chief in the bathroom for just five minutes, <laughs> you've got, got to, to keep frightening. <laughs> it made me think and it made me cry. Yummy, yummy house party. <laughs>